1: Quinn Snyder's first game in Atlanta comes up just a tad bit short we'll talk about it right here right now on the Hawks Beat Podcast.
0: Let's go! Kevin Herter to get it in everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks plays it into Trey two seconds one Trey slaughters
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. Coming to you live from the Hawks Beat Studios <laughs> at eleven fifteen tonight. It has been a long day, so um, Hawks were in action tonight against the Washington Wizards. It was Coach Snyder's first game in Atlanta. Unfortunately, Hawks come up short, 119-116. We'll dig into this game just a little bit, give you a few takeaways, and uh, we'll also give you a little bit of fan feedback this evening about tonight's game. As far as um, the podcast is concerned, if you have stumbled onto the podcast, if you are a Quinn Snyder fan, you say, hey, I love Quinn Snyder and I'm looking for Hawks podcast to listen to, well, we invite you to come listen to the Hawks Beat Podcast. <laughs> Big part of what we do is on social media. So make sure you're following us at Hawks Beat. That is uh, our Facebook and uh, Twitter and Instagram handle. Um, just type in a Hawks Beat and you will find us there. So make sure you do that for us. Also, we would love for you to subscribe to the podcast. However you listen, um, Google Play, Apple uh, Apple Podcast. And uh, our heart radio, whatever it is, uh, make sure you subscribe and drop us a five-star rating. All right, let's get into it, man. Uh, Hawks fall to the Washington Wizards, 31. I mean, I'm sorry, 119 to 116. Their record is now 31 and 31. And it seems whenever they go up one on that 500 record, it doesn't matter who they play the next night. They're going to lose um hawks fall back down to two, uh 500 and uh man this one kind of stings a little bit i know you can't win them all i understand you can't win them all but this was a game that you kind of i'm not gonna say you should have won but it was a game you could have won right um it just appeared for the majority of the game the hawks were in control i think in the, in the first half, see, here's the thing. The Washington Wizards were not shooting the ball, like, excessively well, you know? And the Hawks, although they, their lead was never really that big, they still had a, a um, let's say, between four or five point lead pretty much consistently throughout the first half. So uh you go into halftime, you're only shooting 26% from three, you're shooting forty-six percent from the field, and that's not necessarily shooting on fire like you have been the last few games, but you're shooting better than Washington. Washington was shooting 41% from the field, 16% from three. So you're not lighting anything on fire, but you are um you have the lead, right? And so you know you're up by four. With a team like Washington, you got to put them jokers away. You can't let a team like Washington hang around. Yes, they're below 500. Yes, they haven't been playing that good of basketball as of late. But they're a team that if you let hang around, they can burn you. And tonight, you let them hang around, and they burned you. Period. Like, period. Um. I thought there were times that the Hawks really could have stretched that lead out um, in that first half, but it just wasn't happening. So, um, third quarter goes down, and once again, it's Trey time. I mean, Trey was magical in that third quarter. He scores 16 points. Only unfortunate part is you only really outscored the Wizards by one point in the quarter. Beal went for 10. Um... Kyle Kuzma had a couple of buckets, and you only really outscored them by by one point, which is unfortunate because you shot the hell out the ball. You shot sixty three percent in the third quarter from the field. You were five of eight from three from the field. You, I mean, that offensively, the third quarter was really really good, and I would even venture to say. That going into the fourth quarter and into maybe like maybe about halfway in, the Hawks seemed like they were in control. And I got to be honest with you. I got to be honest with you. And I got to share a secret here. And I hate to admit it, but I have to do it. And I'm just going to admit it to you, the listener. And I will say this. The Hawks lost tonight because of me. Yes, they did. The Hawks lost tonight because of me. Because at the five, let me see. Let me go back and look at my Twitter timeline again. If you're on Twitter, make sure you're following us at Hawksbeat. It seemed like the Hawks were in control. So around the four-minute mark, around the four-minute mark, I tweeted out the following. I said Atlanta is just... The better team tonight. And for 30, let's see, for almost close to 40 minutes, they were the better team. And I felt confident in saying that. But I know better not to tweet anything like that. I saw him, I shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't have done it. My guy Joshua Fletcher on Twitter said, why are you going to jinx us like that? I said a little early, huh? He was like, yeah. I watch too many of these games. Say anything like we're a better team or whatever. Jokey joke. Like I get it. Like he's messing with me. But I shouldn't have said it. And I and as many times as I've seen Dominique get crashed and burned when he calls the game a little early, we still had like 4 minutes left to play. <laughs> and I said the Hawks and, and and again, up to that point, they were the better team. Now, I will say this and I will give a caveat and I'm kind of just kind of just kind of bouncing around a little bit. The officiating tonight was terrible. It was God awful. It was really bad. However, that's not the reason the Hawks lost. It's Not the reason the Hawks lost. Like you can have bad officiating and the result not be because of the bad officiating. The officiating was horrible. It was horrible. But that wasn't the reason the Hawks got outscored 34-26 to 26 in the fourth quarter. It was a plethora of things. Now, here, here is perspective. Now, if this would have been about a month ago, it would be easier to say, okay, 34-26, to 26, the problem is Nate. Now, Nate is gone. He's gone. Now you can still blame Nate, call him up from the grave, and say it's still that uh, Nate's coaching staff and his style of play. Is still the reason why they got a score 34 to 26. And if that's what you believe, that is okay with me. It's okay with me. However, if you didn't learn anything else tonight, you would learn. That is not always just the coaching. It's not always just the coaching. Shout out to Joe Prunty, the undefeated coach of the Atlanta Hawks, you know. Uh, <laughs> my guy Jeff Schultz had a funny tweet from the uh, – Jeff Schultz from The Athletic. He said, no matter how many games Quinn wins, he will never be as good. He'll never have as good a winning percentage as Joe Prunty. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious, you know, some folks can't take a joke. it is what it is. um but yeah, so I mean it's it's clearly obvious that it's not just coaching like there are other holes in the ship, and that's what all that's all I've ever said. I've never said Nate wasn't a good coach. I never said he wasn't a great coach i I've, I've always said yes, he is part of the problem. he is not the problem. so tonight, another lead loss. Wasn't a big lead, but still blew the lead and you still crapped up and played some bad basketball down the stretch. Right. And so I'm not really going to get into the blame thing. Even listen, even Trey Young after the game said, look, I didn't close this game out. Well, I did not say that. And so I like that accountability from Trey that he says that like and he's not just saying, oh, well, they made shots and we didn't like nah, you didn't play well down the stretch like you had a lot about it seemed like Washington had about four or five blocks down the stretch and it was just a back and forth a back and forth and at the end of the day when you're going back and forth you have to be better than the other team's best player And I'm talking about number 11 and number five. And if neither one of y'all are going to be better than the player on the other side of the court, guess what? It's going to be a long night. And um, after the game, Quinn Snyder said that, you know, they tried to disguise some coverages, they tried to switch up some uh, schemes specifically for Bradley Beal, trying to switch some things up for him. And you know what? It didn't matter. It didn't matter. It did not matter. So, here's my thought. I don't think that you really blame coaching or, or anything or, or the players' lack of, you know. It's Sometimes you just have to tip your cap to them dudes on the other side. Because you know what? They get paid too. And if you watch the game, if you watch the game. If you was at the game, you know one thing is for sure. That, that daggone Bradley Bill is a ball player. He is a hooper. 37 points tonight. And when it came down to it, and, you know, Trey, you know, he tried his best. He, he you know, he, tra- he, he made a big shot. He made a big three with like 30 seconds left. But when it came down to it, Bradley Bill was a bucket in that fourth quarter. He was a bucket, and um, shoot! If you're gonna win games like that, you got to be better than that. You got to be better than their best player. Bradley Bill had 12 points in that fourth quarter. Kyle Kuzma kind of hooked. Kyle Kuzma kind of had it going in the um, kind of like the middle of the third, a little bit into the fourth. Kyle Kuzma had some buckets, but this is just a team you can't have laying around. You just can't have this team laying around. So uh, it's unfortunate. It would have been nice for Quinn Snyder to get that first win. But, hey, que sera, sera, Um Let's do some fan feedback. Let's do. Let's go to our Twitter. And, again, if you're on Twitter, make sure you're following us at HawksBeat on the Twitters. And let's hear what people had to say tonight. I love fan feedback. I love when you guys tweet me and give me your thoughts. My guy, DJ Yogi, said... I like some of the tweaks early in the game. I wish in late tight games they would do more than Trey Isos. Yeah, man. So that's going to be. It's going to be interesting to see how he adjusts those late game. I don't even want to say meltdowns. Just late game basketball. It's going to be interesting to see how he addresses late game basketball. So. Um, let's see who else we got. Another guy said, I love the energy and effort, but I don't need to look at the box score to see we got out-rebounded when we didn't have to. Played a little bit too small lineup-wise, Jalen next to Big O would have helped. Now, that's an interesting interesting thought process. I, too, thought Jalen should have played. And I'll say this, and I was listening to my guy, Brad, the other day. Uh, Locked on Hawks. Check him out. Brad Rowland does a great job over there. That's my guy, you know. I said that, well, he said that Jalen needs to play every night. He doesn't need to have extended minutes, but he needs to play every single night. And I wholeheartedly agree with my brother from another on another podcast. I wholeheartedly agree. Even if you don't play him 20 minutes. Give him some burn in the first round. In the first in the first half. If he if he's rocking and rolling, burn him again in that second half. If he's not, you gotta get rid of him. But I think the addition of Sadiq Bay has pushed Jalen Johnson to that tenth man. You know, it's unfortunate, but Jalen, you're gonna have to steep you're gonna have to keep grinding, and hopefully you can get back in this rotation. I think Jalen needs to be playing every night, but uh, I think that Brad thinks that, and apparently uh, Truth Clarity on Twitter thinks that as well. So thanks for checking us out. Um, Let's see, let's see, just a few more, a few more. Uh, My guy Joshua again. Um, He seemed engaged and supportive. Might work out that it was a loss. The Hawks aren't winning the championship this year, and a win might have the players too high to listen as well as they should to system adjustments. Yeah, he was saying like you know, the loss might be a blessing in disguise. You know, you win to you win this one, then you know you can't tell them that. You know, so hey, y- you might have a point there, guy. You might have a point. I don't know. We'll see. Last one. I'm going to read. Uh, Bay is going to make it easier to trade Collins away. Okay, or good trade bait for a sign in trade. Listen. There are a few things that are certain in life. There are a few things. One is death. The other is taxes. And the other is that the Hawks are going to have John Collins on that trade block. Wind, sleet, or snow. JC is going to be on that trade block. And it's unfortunate because he's a good guy. He's a good kid. But they're going to have him on that block, man. And one of these days, I think they're going to pull the trigger. Now. Do you like what you have now at the power forward spot with Sadiq Bey and Jalen Johnson? Now, initially it was just kind of Jalen Johnson. Now you kind of got a two headed power forward monster. Do you like that? Uh are you willing to roll with that and trade John Collins away? I'm I don't think I'm there yet. You know? I, I don't think I'm comfortable with that. But one thing is for sure. I still think this team needs to shed some money for next year. But that is a whole nother podcast. But uh, just a, a few takeaways from tonight's game is this. And, and I'll, I'll wrap this up and we'll put a bow on it. A few takeaways is this. It would have been nice to get a dub for Coach Snyder being in his first win. Um, but you didn't. Uh, you lost this game. And, and, and to be honest, you lost it in a fashion that you've lost a lot of games in last night. Meaning that you kind of faltered late and you had control over the whole game. You know, this isn't the first time we've seen this, you know. Um, So, yeah. Another thing. You are very close to all of these teams in the play-in. You are a, a half a game above the Raptors and a game and a half above the Washington Wizards. So next time you see these boys, you need to do some work. You're two games behind the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat won last night. Uh, so, you know, you got to catch them guys. Brooklyn Brooklyn is still the sixth seed. So, um, there's still a lot of basketball that needs to be played. However, when you play Washington, you got a game coming up against Miami. You got a game coming up against Portland. You can ill afford to lose or go on any type of losing streak. If you, you're talking about going on a run, it, you you know you can't drop games to Washington. I'm sorry, you just can't drop games to Washington. But um, again, Hawks are currently in eighth. They are 31 and 31. The Toronto Raptors are breathing down their neck at 31 and 32. You got the Wiz at 29 and 32, and that is kind of the play in right now. If, if the season were to stop right now, the play in would be Miami Heat at seven, Atlanta Hawks at eight. Toronto at 9, and Washington at 10. Top t- top six seeds would be the Bucks, Celtics, and Sixers, Cavs, Knicks, and Nets. So I think that top five may be kind of quasi-solidified uh, uh, a little bit. Um, maybe a little movement, but I think that five, I think Brooklyn could easily fall out that six spot, and it might be up for grabs, you know? So listen, Clint... After the game said so they want to, They want to get that sixth seed. So it's going to be up for grabs. But you're going to have to hop Miami. And uh, that means no more losing to the Wizards. You know. So next game for the Hawks is going to be. Is their next game Friday night? Hold on. Let me check my schedule real quick. I'm sorry. I should really already have this known. But don't. So um, I think they have a few days off. And absolutely. Next game is Friday. Hawks first to Portland Trailblazers. Uh, Dame Dollar is going to be in the building. And uh, that should be a fun one to watch. fun one to watch. But nevertheless, Hawks got to get that dub, man. Hawks got to get that dub. No excuses. Portland's playing for their lives. Portland's trying to get into the the play-in as well. So they're going to have something to play for. But, ladies and gentlemen, going to put a bow in this pod. Thank you for checking us out. And uh, we appreciate y'all We appreciate y'all right? uh, Like we always say man God is good all time And all time God is good So If you don't know him You need to find him Show him some love Because that is all He is showing you L-O-B-E love We out Peace Freebeap.io. Freebeap.io.